Welcome back to another episode of Two Average Husbands. I'm your host, Jake. And I'm your host, Kyle. Welcome back to another episode of Two Average Husbands. Jake, what are you drinking this week? I'm going to start this week off with uh, Blue Hawaiian Island by Liquid Love Brewing, which okay. it's kind of coming into... There we go. Um, it is a sour ale with orange, pineapple, coconut, blue butterfly pea flower, and milk sugar. When you say liquid love, it just makes me think of liquid luck from Harry Potter, and that's what it should have been called. Missed opportunity. <clears throat> I'm going to start like off. That might be, they might get a copyright claim on that one. There's a non-zero chance. Maybe. I don't know. Whatever. I'm starting off with a fun one from Narrative Fermentations, uh, which is an interesting thing to call your brewery. Uh, it is the Crustless... PB and J sour ale. Ooh, that sounds delicious. Actually, yeah, we'll see. I'm not a big jelly guy, but I do like peanut butter. But I don't know if I'd like sour peanut butter. So we'll it's see. the jelly sour. It's not the peanut butter. Yeah, but it's a sour ale, so I think both of them will be inherently a little sour. Nah, I don't know about that. I had a peanut butter and jelly sour on here, and it was not sour at all. What's up, Dave? Thanks for hopping in as always. We appreciate Yo, you. Been a little Uncle while, Kyle, I'm just assuming that you're here right now. Oh, happy shit. birthday, Forgot. man. Happy birthday, Uncle Kyle. Happy. It was actually big... yesterday, right? Yes, it was Ridley. yesterday. Big 4 0, but we appreciate you always hopping on the pod, supplying some beers for the boy over here. We're always going to be happy is about that. Purple. Yeah, it's deep, jelly, dog. Deep purple. The... What did you expect? Ooh, that is interesting. Do you think it was going to be like shit brown, like peanut butter? Uh, I don't know. Maybe orange? Mine is yellow. I don't understand primary colors, like, so, you know, color wheel Mine stuff. is very, like, pina colada That's looking. For me. It does look a little bit like a pina colada. Uncle Kyle, if you're not here, I'm going to be disappointed. You need to be here for your birthday, Epi. Worst case, we'll see it halfway through the episode, and then we'll be like, hey, we'll say it all over again, like we never said it before. Jake, it is your week to go first. It is my week to go first. Jake's sitting in the dark, got himself an LED sign, trying to change the ambiance. Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you guys. Uh, marketing got to me. I was just scrolling Amazon. Don't even got remember. It. I don't think I've ever looked up neon sign on Amazon in my entire life. But one day, they were just being recommended to me like crazy. And this one said, fuck off. And I thought that was funny. And it was like 1989 or something like that. So I bought yeah. it. So yeah. now I've got a led or a neon led sign whatever you want to call it that says fuck off so that's going to be some way to make that not look so strange on camera we'll yeah I, that. I gotta figure that out uh <clears throat> but i'm also using a shitty webcam i'm sure if i had like a nicer camera it would probably look fine but anyways i ain't gonna lie the biggest deterrent to me this so far is this thing smells funky it has a strange odor to it hmm. oh interesting weird. Anyway, fun fact, topic, go. Fun fact of the day. Rabbits cannot get sick. That's really That's all I got. That's not true. It is true. You mean like vomit sick? Uh, it's just the way that the long-eared rodents are built. Due to their diet and digestive system, rabbits physically cannot be sick and wouldn't know how to, even if they could. This photograph is to illustrate what a rabbit would look like if it did throw up. The actual creature is fine and was probably yawning <clears throat> when the shot was taken. So yes, rabbits cannot get sick. Vomit. I think that is a clear distinction there. Well, I don't. That's not what it says. I think that's what the point it's trying to mean. It is. It's trying to make, but because they can most certainly get diseases. I mean, yeah, but a disease is not an illness. I don't think that I agree with you. I, I, I someone fact check that, please. Hit the quick Google. But anyways, to just hop right, right. into the topic. Kyle, what are three things that you do that you think make your life better and you think everybody should do? And what are three things that you think you should do to make your life better? Uh, okay. I can um, go first. Yeah, My go first ahead. one that I think everybody should do to make their life a little bit better, especially us uh, who are not as young as we used to be, stretching. Yeah. yeah. Just take 10 minutes before you go to bed, 10 minutes when you wake up, and just stretch. 
get your back loose, get your hip flexors loose, especially those of us who sit on our ass all day for our jobs. Don't move around as much as we did when we were in high school and college and playing sports and all that fun stuff. Yeah. Just get, get those hips loose, get the back loose. You will, I, I spend 10 minutes. I've only done it the last couple of days, but like I just spend 10 minutes stretching. Uh, I just mostly get bored with my work day and have like a quick break. I get paid breaks anyway. So I just lay on the ground and stretch for 10, 15 minutes and I feel great afterwards. So I, I think more people should do it. The first thing that came to mind for me was physical exercise just in general, like not just stretching, but like not letting yourself become a couch potato, which I have yeah. seriously done for the last several year, years. So I think something that you should do to make your life easier is definitely like making exercise a part of your daily routine or, you know, like <clears throat> weekly routine is good enough uh, for most people, probably a few times a week. Um, yeah. yeah, let's go with something else, though, so I can contribute a little bit more. Um, I would say and this is going to be a little bit cliche to the to us. So I'm going to say it anyway, and I'm sorry, but it is 100% saving money. Not a financial advisor, but definitely not definitely it not is financial extremely advisors. important to prioritize and find a way to save money. If you can. And the, yep. you can, you can, you can. That's my wife's biggest stressor right now because we just we both just got new cars. So we just shit. had to replace our furnace and AC. She need I didn't need to buy a new car, but I did, and I, I did love not. it. That's okay. All right, but what's next? It. So it's fine. Um, I'm gonna go next to something that I do every day, or almost every day, that I think more people should do, and that is eating breakfast. I used to be a big anti-breakfast guy, but First thing in the morning, now I wake up, I take my vitamins, I have a little, I'm not even talking a big breakfast, like just getting something in your body to start the day that is typically heavier in protein. So like I literally, I wake up, I have a protein bar, maybe I'll cook up some egg whites or eggs or something real quick too, and then I drink like 12 ounces of water. And I start my day, ever since I've started my day like starting, started starting my day like that, I have felt better. I don't get like that midday, like I'm dying of hunger. I need to eat. I'm not crashing because I'm not having a lot of carbs right away in my day. I'm delaying my intake of caffeine because there's actually some science to like, basically what caffeine does, it blocks uh, adenosine receptors in your brain. And so if you are still tired and your body, if you're just waking up from sleep and you still have the adenosine, your body, your caffeine blocks it, but those are still there. They're not going anywhere. And then so when the caffeine wears off, those kick in, which is why you get tired. But if you delay like your consumption of caffeine like an hour, especially after you eat, then your body actually can absorb the caffeine properly and you don't get that midday crash. So doing things like that in the morning to get your day started properly. I'll, I'll make it a little bit broader than I started off with breakfast. But I try to start with Greek yogurt now because it I does have Greek some yogurt. protein and it's small. And I'm not usually hungry in the morning, so it's small enough that I can just sit there and eat a, a yep. yogurt and I'm like, fine. Um Good but for I, I have, too. For a majority of my life, I have not been a breakfast eater. Yeah. But, and, and I will say this. <clears throat> I feel like if I could kickstart off my digestive system early, I actually am more hungry throughout the day. Y- yes and no. So some I don't know what are, the science is. So especially for, science me on that. It's typically like, especially if you're having Greek yogurt, you literally are like, it's a probiotic essentially. So you're getting that into your stomach and then it's helping your body digest anything that's left over. So... It is yeah. kickstarting your digestive <clears throat> system, but for me, I don't get as hungry. Like when I don't eat breakfast, I can go until four or five o'clock in the afternoon and, and not eat. And I'm normally okay. As long as I eat around then, I don't get like a headache or anything. Okay. But if I eat in the morning, I don't overeat throughout the day. So like I eat in the morning and then I'm good. And then when I get to lunch, one, two o'clock after I work out, I'm a little hungry. I eat, but I don't go crazy. And then I have my dinner. And then recently I have these like 40 calorie fruit popsicles that our friend gave us. Mm-hmm. I have one of those and I go to bed and like, I'm not before it's like, if I don't eat until five o'clock, I'm having whatever I break my fast with. And then I'm going to have a bowl of cereal. I have protein cereal, but it's still cereal. And then I, I have, hate that you said it that way, but I'm going to let you carry on. What cereal? No, breaking the fast. Uh, that's, I know I, what it is. I, I get it. I'm breaking I just my hate fast. That you said that. But anyways, I, I eat so much that I feel like shit by the time I go to bed if I don't eat in the morning. Whereas if I eat in the morning, even just a little something, it just makes me like more balanced in my eating throughout the day. 
Yeah, that's totally fair. I think it is it is right. There's plenty of science out there that's been pitched my entire life about how healthy it is to get up and it's an important meal of the day, shit, blah, 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 blah. I just, A, I hate cooking, so I'm not going to wake up and cook, and B, I don't get hungry in the morning, so I don't. Um, what I need to fucking do is start getting something into my stomach more before I drink my coffee, because I know that is not good for my gullet, just to start drinking acidic coffee right away in the morning. Uh Dave said, drink more water. Yeah, that's a good one. I won't steal it from you. I'll just leave that to the public as one of those things that you should definitely do. Um, <clears throat> I had one, totally lost it, and now I'm trying to recover. Because um, really, I've only said one now, technically, which is save money. Uh, well, exercise counts. Like your, I could say that as a thing that I, I'm going to say that as a thing that I do, but it also counts on, it can count for you as a thing that like you should do more. Like I think that's fair. Yeah. I'm like, I've been very critical of myself, at least internally, on the fact that I need to get my shit together and start uh, working out again and, um, you know, make it a part of my daily routine. Because when I get into a routine, I'm really good about it. And then, like, you fall out of the routine. And then there's yeah. science behind that shit, too. So I won't go on about it. But, um, uh, yeah, okay. I will say that, um, I think people should do this more and I, I, I don't want to like say that I do this enough either because I don't, but it's, uh, take time off work is like part of this equation. Cause for me, I don't usually take off. I have the opportunity to take off work and I don't all the time and I'm getting yeah. better about that. And I'm trying to take more to more of the time that I'm allotted, but the Definitely. bigger thing that's a part of this is traveling. I think, um, every time that I've ever traveled for the most part, especially out of the country, it's always been like, that was such a relief. It helped me reset my mental state. I needed that. It was good for me. Um, but it doesn't need to be out of country travel. You know, like, uh, I understand that not everybody can afford that and everything too. So it's like, get somewhere out of your bubble and travel somewhere and experience something different for a little bit. I think it's probably good for everybody's mental health yeah. for the most part, as well as just kind of taking a break from the work piece too. So I, I would say that is something that I do, but I also should do more. <clears throat> yeah, that's fair. I, I am in full agreement there. I'm definitely getting better about that. It was easier to not do it at my old job because we would get paid out at the end of the year if we didn't take our PTO days. So I just get like an extra check around the holidays, which was yeah. nice because that would just be like, like I bought Christmas presents with that. But like at my job, like I can carry over a certain amount of sick days. I can't carry over PTO. So like there's really no reason for me to not use it because it's just going to go away. Yeah. So um, that one's a very, very good one. Um, I'm going to kind of do the same thing. And one thing I need to do more is just get outside. Like, yeah, especially working from home. It's really easy to just like hang out and like, yeah. I, I have a backyard. So if I, my dogs have to go to the bathroom, I slide my door open, they go do their business. They come back inside, you know, like, and as of late, you know, especially with like softball starts up tomorrow for us. So like, I'm going to be getting out of the house more, but like, I just, I literally bought a bike today off of Facebook marketplace so that my wife and I can go on bike rides, like just something nice. little like that, just to get outside for 20, 30 minutes a day, just to get some vitamin D outside of like the vitamins that I take, like just getting sun, getting outside, fresh air, all that fun stuff. Um, I think more people can do that too. Um, and probably should do that. I'm trying to get better about it, but it's definitely something I got to get better on. I actually do really like bike rides. <clears throat> it is something that I think is like physically not that difficult. As long as you're not, you don't need to go for a 30 mile ride. Like, right. Like you can go out and go ride like a little mile loop or something, or like go to a trail and just do something pretty simple on like yeah. relatively flat land. And it's relatively simple exercise. That's like gets you outside. And I know people don't like to run like that is so like, I hate running. But if you ride on a bike, it's really not that it's not the same. It's fun. I got such the knees a little bit. I had to ride the bike. We ended up buying it from somebody. It was on Facebook Marketplace, but they literally just happened to live like two blocks from us. Oh, nice. So we drove over there to get it just in case like it, the tires were flat or anything and I couldn't ride it back. Uh, and the tires ended up needing a little air, but they were rideable. Um, but I rode it back home and I had such a like a pump in my legs just because it was like my legs were not used to doing that. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's different muscles. Uh, okay. I will say make time and this is something that i think i do pretty well because i do this podcast is part of it part of the equation here but set aside time that you need for you alone to decompress to do something that you enjoy doing right so generally speaking we do this podcast every when or thursday wednesday wednesday we used to do thursdays it's wednesdays now 
we do this podcast every Wednesday, and then we follow that up with some like video games. And that is like my day where I know I have set that side that time aside, where I'm going to sit here. Which to me, this is fun. So like, I enjoy doing this. This is something that I can decompress with from work or whatever. <clears throat> then the video game helps too. So I don't have as much time or really like desire. I would say I guess to play video games all the time like I did maybe four or five years ago. Um, but it's still important for me because it's something that I enjoy to take that time and do that. And I think I do that relatively well to set some time aside, scheduled to know that this is my time to yeah. just do the thing that I want to do and decompress. Yeah, I fully agree. It's, it's very, and that's like, it kind of goes into your, you know, you're taking your time off too. like take advantage of the time that you are given to do the things that you love to do. Like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. You're, you're never going to regret doing something that you love, but you're going to regret not doing it. So yeah. that's your, uh, your ph philosophical quote of the day. But my last one, just a nice and, and simple one is just give a damn, like just care about something, care about yourself, care about what you're doing. If you take the time out of your day to just devote an hour to something that you care about and that's, that can be self-care that can be taking your vitamins, eating healthy and working out that can be, you know, going and going shopping because you need some stuff or you just need to get out of the house and breathe. Um, enjoying your work, like caring about your work for an hour just to make sure you get your shit done for the day, whatever it needs to be. Just like taking a, a part of your day to do something positive for you. Yeah, I'm gonna throw one more out there and this can be structured or unstructured or however you wanna do this, but I think in general, people should educate themselves more. Agreed. And you can go to school or you can just take time to try to figure things out that you aren't familiar with. Like something pops up and you're like, I don't really know about that. Okay, cool. Let's let's look it up. Let's spend a few minutes to actually figure out what that's all about. Um, and just try to educate yourself in general. But definitely if you're going to like be confrontational about something, you know, or if yeah. you like, you know, a good way to put this might be like if you have a really hard set opinion on something like one way or the other, I don't really care like anything. Right. Yeah. Try to like research the other side of it a little bit. Yep. Just take a moment. And like at the end of the day, you're probably still set in the way that you were before, but at least you're informed about what the perspective of other people is about whatever that thing might be. Agreed. Ugh. All right. All right. <clears throat> Sweet. Topic number one. Done. Done. All right. Sick. Moving on to topic number two. So I'm going to start just talking first for a little bit because <clears throat> I just got back from a trip. So I'm going to talk about that a little bit. And then at the end of it, I have a thing that I'm going to talk about in relation to this. That is an actual topic that I need Jake to contribute to, but I was just at Stagecoach in Indio, California. It was awesome. Had a great time. Uh, it was three days of jaundicing my liver and just having a good time. But it was an amazing experience. We saw a lot of really awesome artists. We got to go explore a new area that was a ton of fun. We got super lucky with the situation that we had and like got the hookup to stay in a house with some folks that we didn't know. So we met some new people <clears throat> and had a really good time. Um, so part of this is, uh, I'll let Jake talk about this and then I can talk more about the, the experience specifically, but Jake, I want to know because this happened to Carly and I, while we were there, um, and I want to talk about, uh, when you go or when you have gone to concerts in the past, mm -hmm. what artist were you the most excited for that disappointed you the most? Because this happened while we were there. Um, and I can go first if you want. That, that one's hard because I feel like I've, I've been lucky and I really haven't had too many bad concerts. Um, but I would say the worst one was Country Thunder 2018. I think it was 18. Um, Toby Keith was one of the headliners. And you're a bunch of you're around a bunch of drunk rednecks and like you're being a redneck for four days even if you're not one like you're camping outside you're drinking beer you're wearing boots and cut off denim shorts and i was wearing a full canadian tuxedo i had like a denim vest that i was wearing it was a great time but you're like toby keith and you just want to hear him play red solo cup you're like let's fucking go and then he fucks up every like fucks the entire song he just fucked it all up he was singing the song out of order he was fucking <laughs> he was so drunk that he was fucking up his own song and that straight up was like it i think i was like drunk and then he started being so drunk that i got sober like that's how it yeah, felt like sucks. it was just so jarring that you're like we waited all fucking day for this we we came here we camped out early we got our spot and then he can't even get through red solo cups so, like come on man like we're here to party we're here to have a good time but like I still know what order the, the chorus goes into. 
<laughs> like, come on, bud. That was, yeah, that was definitely the worst one for me. Other than that, I honestly feel like I've had phenomenal experience, phenomenal luck at concerts, and I really haven't seen a bad one. I have, generally speaking, had really good experiences at concerts as well, which I almost said go to more concerts as just like a, I am a recency bias thing as a part of your topic. But They're awesome. Like, you, in that, but that could go into the part of the travel piece for me. But anyway, um, mine is almost a direct tie between artists and they were both country artists and this one just happened to happen at stagecoach but somebody asked the question when we first got there uh it's a bunch of people breaking well it's us breaking the ice with a bunch of people we didn't know we stayed in a house with only two people we knew and there's like at any given time eight to twelve other people that we didn't know but they all knew each other so we were like the odd ones out in the group yeah and so you know there's like a little bit of ice breaking that goes on in that uh and they asked like what is everyone most excited to see here Carly and I both, I think, agreed that of all the artists that were going to be there, and there were tons, tons of artists that we got to see, Chris Stapleton is what we wanted to see the most. We were ready for it. We were so excited for it. And I think, and I don't, I'm not trying to criticize him at all for the performance he put on, because I think that there are two different things. There are musicians, and there are, like, showy, stage presence type people. And sometimes those things can go together, but... Some people are very much on the music and the musician side and not performers. And then you have your real performers, right? Right. Uh, Luke Bryan, for example, is a performer. Uh, Chris Stapleton, not a performer. Dude, and I, I think I heard uh, that, you know, after the fact that dude just doesn't really enjoy that. Like, he doesn't enjoy the performance, right? And that's totally fine. Like, that's if that's your personality and that's not your thing, like totally okay. And I should have maybe like looked more into it and understood what was coming because basically what he would do is play a song, lights would go out for 15, 20 seconds, whatever, and then he'd come back on and play another song. He didn't speak to the crowd. He didn't acknowledge the crowd. He didn't do anything with the crowd like like most performers do. He just yeah. sang the song, stop. Sang the song, stop, right? And, and it's, I love the dude's music and it was good music, but it was just a bad performance in my mind. And that's... <clears throat> again, I'm not trying to overly, be overly critical of him. I just had hyped it up so much myself that when I got to the actual concert, it was kind of a disappointment. Um, and then the second one, which I also, it was almost the exact same problem, but it was Alan Jackson. And I've yeah. heard like a lot of people tell me that like since then that he was, a, he's a great performer and like they really enjoyed his concerts or whatever. But I went to a concert of his and he sat on a stool for the whole concert. And I don't think he said a word to the crowd. He sat in the middle of yeah. the stage on a stool and sang his songs. And I was like, I might go to sleep. You know, the, like the stool, the stool thing I can get, I can give some artists a, 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 a pass on. Cause I forget who it was. It was a, a heavier band that I saw one year. Um, pro probably even before I knew Jess, probably like 2013, 2014. And the artist was like the, the lead vocalist of the band was in a boot. Like, mm. so he kind of just, yeah, he broke his foot. I I think he like climbed on scaffolding, jumped off, and mm. broke his foot, and then like so he's got to sit for like so clearly he was putting on good shows, and then just yeah, that's kind of got ruined for the rest <clears throat> of the tour. But I will yeah. say too, as a um, uh, I don't know, a vouch for somebody, I guess is I'm vouching for this person, and that is apparently on the world of Tink Tonk, aka Tink -tonk. TikTok. There was a viral video that went around of Bailey Zimmerman and how he couldn't sing uh, because he was like sounded terrible at a concert one time when his voice was gone. Saw him live, did a good job. Doesn't have a ton of music, so his sh uh, set was really short, which was kind of a disappointment because I actually really enjoy his music. But um, overall, he, I can vouch and tell you guys that he is capable of singing. <laughs> and he, he did I've, a good job. I've seen him singing on TikTok, but yeah, when your in ears go out, like it's really hard to know what you sound. That, like. I think he was like, just like screaming, like dude's on his first world tour. Yeah. That is Old true. Dominion. Old Dominion. Yeah. Old Dominion's pretty good. Dude, he was like, hobbling around on a single crutch and like still singing, like putting on a show. And so, yeah, yeah I agree with Carly. Like, but I, I get it if you are a performer or excuse me, if you're not a performer, it's just not your thing and you just are there for the love of the music. But I just, I was personally disappointed. Yeah. If you hype yourself up for it, it, it definitely can be tough. Um, um, I do have a couple more things to say about Stagecoach and you can contribute in any way, shape or form that you want in these two. But uh, something that bothers me about festivals now, I would say, and I haven't been to many, so I can't speak on behalf of festivals as a whole very frequently, but I've been to a handful or like large things where multiple artists are there or whatever, you know, like in mm -hmm. you can call it just a bigger concert. I don't care. But 
it's probably true of concerts now too. And I just haven't gone to enough recently to say this specifically, but the VIP concept is getting out of hand. So at stagecoach, we were, there was a few artists that we were really into that we were like, we're getting close to the front for these people, right? Like we're going to take the time, work our way through the massive crowd so we can see these artists the way that we want to see them and actually not, you know, not have to watch them just on the monitor and listen to the music. At stagecoach, it was not possible. There is like a, I don't know. I'm going to exaggerate this. I'm just going to say some numbers for the sake of saying some shit. Call it a hundred foot by hundred foot section, a massive section. Yeah. In front of the stage that you cannot access unless you pay triple the price of a general admission ticket to get into. That's just festivals. Every it, festival I've been to has been like that. It is a complete financial fuck you to anybody that's just there for the music and really wants to see these artists perform. And you you cannot, you cannot do it. There is no capability for you as a music fan if you can't afford VIP to get anywhere near that stage yeah it's tough and it country, is super disappointing to me country thunders like that too um so maybe it's just a country <clears> festival <throat> thing because now that i'm thinking about it riot fest wasn't like that i don't think mm-hmm. bonnaroo was like that Riot Fest definitely um, was not like that i don't think um north coast was like that so yeah but maybe it's a country thing but yeah uh, country thunder's always been the same way and it's like the closest that you can get like still you're not close to the stage at all like even the jut out like the catwalk that they they give yeah. for the crowd like it's all VIP stuff. So it almost wasn't talking, even worth it for us right to go back. anywhere close to the front of the stage because when we're trying to fight our way up to the front, there is we well, what we found was we got all the way to like the fence line that was close to the front of the stage, and we're like, oh sweet, we're getting there, and like we walk, and then we hit the fence for the first time, and we're like, holy shit, we actually can't go farther than this, and you could still like, you know, performers on the stage look like ants, and so it's it's an unfortunate fact now that or at least in these types of festivals that you just can't, you are, there's an economic limitation to your ability to enjoy that music. And it's, it's I think it's unfortunate because specifically for this event, it was like $1,200 to be in the VIP, I think. And that might be slightly overpricing it or something. I don't know. But either way, it was, it was a shitty and inaccessible concept that I just wasn't very fond of. And I don't think overall I like that about festivals and you guys can feel free to chime in in the chat and let us know how you feel or if you had similar experiences but it definitely bugged me there's a second part of this that I'm going to wait for Jake to get back to talk about Uh, but I'm going to hop into the discord and I will plug the discord again if anybody doesn't want to chat live on YouTube or on Twitch you can join us in the discord where we talk about the podcast uh, with you guys uh, NFL, somebody, Derpy Doom, asked us to rate NFL uh, teams, and we can do that. That's totally fine. Happy to do that for you. Uh, when Jake gets back, we can talk about that at a different time. And then I feel bad uh, for telling Psyche that I would not rate Prime Hydration, so Jake and I do need to get on top of that at some point in time, even if you think it's bad. It's pretty bad. But I heard there was a part that you were waiting for me to come back for. There is indeed, which is this. Uh, and I have to credit Carly for making the observation because it was hilarious to me. So if you are absent from the world right now, then this will be news to you. But otherwise, I'm sure you're aware of this. Bud Light sent a um, promo package to a transgender person. <laughs> Lewis just ripped my mouse out. Uh, Bud Light sent a... a promo package to a, or whatever they call them. That might not be the right word. I think it's the right word. Anyway, yeah, to like a, a transgender person. And in doing so, pissed off conservatives. Okay, so I don't care what you believe in. Believe in whatever you want. That's a little bit absurd, right? Just in general, even if you're a conservative, I think you're a little, you're, you're being absurd. So we'll just start there. But anyway, this massive country festival, which this is a little bit of a stereotype, but most of the people there are probably semi-conservative. That just happens to be the way that those things go. This festival's sponsored by Bud Light at a time when conservatives are supposed to be anti-Bud Light, right? So for me, it was fan-freaking-tastic because I could walk up to a Bud Light tent in the middle of the day and there was no line. Yeah. Nobody was going because there's all these people that don't want to drink Bud Light, right? I can't drink it. But the best part was, as soon as the sun set, 
lines got massive. And we are, yeah. well, Carly brought it up first, but like relatively sure that people were just waiting till they couldn't be seen. So yeah, they could so go they're drink not going like, to take pictures which is anymore. so freaking yeah. funny. Like, I'm not going to drink that Bud Light until it's too dark. And then I, because I mean, really, there weren't any other options there. So if you're going to drink at the festival at all, unless you're sneaking shit in, which most people are anyway, but eventually you're going to run out of your snuck in booze. Yeah. And then what are you going to do? You're going to go drink a Bud Light. So I just thought the irony of that was yeah. hilarious. And it also made my life way easier during the day. I got so many opportunities to have no line alcohol. It's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, people are so dumb. Like, I could go on a fucking uh, giant thought of this whole thing, but it's just so stupid. Like, if Bud Light sent a care package, promo package, whatever, to, like, Candace Owens tomorrow, I wouldn't stop drinking Bud Light. Yeah, I don't care. Like, Every, it, they're in the... To be honest, it's brilliant, right? Like, you send yeah. promo packages to anybody on either side of the market, and you try yep. to get their fans into it, right? Um I don't know. You are picking, ah. like, you're picking a way to market to an audience that maybe doesn't pick your stuff regularly. But guess what? Coors Light works with the LGBT community. Miller Light has fucking every brand that you like has worked with the community or, or advertised towards that community or sent something to somebody who's a member of that community. Like, yeah. And that goes on both sides. Yeah, 100%. They, for every transgender person that they send something to, they send it to a conservative. They send it to a, you know, a, a influencer who is a on the other artist, side. Of, whatever. Yeah, yeah. like, it, it, exactly. Like, there's so much. And it's like, the worst part was like, you're not even doing anything by not drinking Bud Light because you're still drinking other Anheuser-Busch products half the time. Like, yep, and you're probably drinking more expensive ones because Bud Light's yeah. one of their cheapest products. So. Exactly. So, like, you're still, you're picking a different brand that also does the same shit that you're doing. Like, uh, it makes no sense. Yeah, I don't know, man. It was weird. Carly said Bud Light's demographic is dying and they need to try to convert Gen Z. Uh, yeah, they probably can. Probably can yeah. now. Bush Light has been killing the the Gen Z game because they're just so cheap and they, they, they know how to market to the crowd that they're trying to market to, which is a bunch of rednecks. So they did partnerships with John Deere and they made camo cans and orange cans and then they released an apple and then a peach. Yeah, they're killing the game. They're and Bud Light tried to do it with Next, and it didn't like it. It worked for half of us, Dude, but people hate it. I don't get it. It is fantastic for me because I can walk into somewhere with a case of Bud Light Next, and it's like bringing Miller Light to a party in high school. People won't yeah. touch it. Yep, like like they're grossed out by it, right? Like it's fantastic. Nobody yep. will steal it from me. I like hype it up everywhere I go. People still won't even try it, or they're like, "Man, it's fine." And so I end up having whatever I bring to myself. Yeah. It was amazing. I love it. All right. That's all I got. Jake, rate your beer. Uh, That was good. I wish it had a little more flavor to it. That's my only complaint. It was a little light on the flavor. I'm going to give it a 325, though, because it was still pretty good. I don't know what this tasted like, but it was not peanut butter and jelly. Um, And the smell was off-putting. So I'm going to give this a 1.75. That's tough. It almost smells... Like a chocolate wafer. Or like a Ferrero Rocher. Interesting. But then it also has hints of sour smell to it, so it's like, ugh, off-putting. Yeah, it's like a, yeah I, I could see that. It's like almost like one of those chocolate oranges. Chocolate oranges delicious. smell delicious, though. And they taste delicious. Yeah. I don't know. There's something wrong with this. <laughs> There's something wrong with it. I swear. It can't just be me. Not great. All right. Not great, Bob. Go ahead. All right. My topic number two. Your topic number two. It's a big one. Oh, yeah? It's important. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What are the best substitutions for the real thing that you have ever found in your life? Okay. Shit. Um, but also, that's a good introduce one. your second beer while you're thinking about this to give yourself a minute. Yeah. And I think I have one so far, and I can actually probably label this, and you're going to love that I'm going to say this, so I'll be prepared for this. All right, next I'm going to go to 450 North Brewing Company, which is something that I have a bunch of. Uh, I've talked about it. I'm going to drink through a lot of their stuff. I think almost all of the rest of the beers I have in my fridge are from this company, so it's going to be a little while. This one, though, is fun. It is a slushy or a smoothie-style sour ale. It says slushy on the side. Uh, and it's called Secret Formula. 
There's no indication whatsoever of what the flavor of this is. And Carly and I were both looking at it at the store. We're like, what does that mean? What does it taste like? No fucking clue. All it says is secret formula. So trying something different. For me, I have got Drecker Brewings, as we know, one of my favorite brewings it is, for breweries. It is their Please Accept Our Sacrifice of Fruit Pizza, which is a fruit pizza sour, which has strawberry, blueberry, kiwi, orange, cream cheese frosting, and sugar cookies as part of the profile. This is a thick beer. Yeah. How many C's? Probably at least three, maybe four C's. Oh, that's thick. She's a thick girl. It looks like Carly is interested in trying out the secret formula. You're the first to try. Mine changed color like halfway through. It smells good. What's the, the verdict is on a five us. scale? 4.5. She said 4.5. That's significant. That's a banger. And Carly's not a beer drinker. This is significant. Not bad. Not bad. All right. Jake, what was yours? I don't remember. Uh, my beer? Yeah, the second one. Uh, it's called Please Accept Our Sacrifice of Fruit Pizza. So okay. it's a fruit pizza flavored sour. Okay. All right. Uh, first off, I'm going to go with this. And I think generically I could almost say this for the entire store. And Jake's going to appreciate it. Yep. Aldi. Aldi everything. Yep. But specifically... When I was in college, I was broke, and I have, if you know anything about me, you know I'm a pizza lover. And I'm a convenience lover, so I am also a lover of frozen pizzas, which is not mm -hmm. always a popular opinion. People like to give me shit about it. Aldi's produces some fantastic frozen pizzas on the cheap that are, like, very comparable, in my opinion, yep. to Tombstone. Yep. Which is, like, not a premium frozen pizza per se, but they're a little bit more expensive than some of the lower-end stuff. And I think that it is, like, identical. Mama Cozy, don't fuck around. Might be better. That's the than pizza brand that we uh, carry over there at Aldi. But yeah, Aldi's. Um, a, a lot of our products. Uh, I work for Aldi. That's why I can say this. Um, uh, when I say our, a lot of our products are either made by companies that you know of, or meant almost exclusively to be competition. In my opinion, of those products. Yeah. So like chicken. The chicken's very similar to Tyson chicken. We have cookies that are very similar. Um, yeah. Some would say identical to Girl Scout cookies. Some would say, I'm not saying it, but some are saying it. <laughs> um, yeah, so Aldi hits so, so different. And some of their, like, they have such unique products there, too, that I just absolutely love. Like, keto, they have these keto bagels that, to me, taste just like a normal bagel. They're a little drier than a normal bagel. But it's 90 calories as opposed to, like, 300 like yeah. some of those little replacements that you can get. Oh, it's so good. I love Aldi. Aldi's great. And they have, it's inexpensive, right? So you can get delicious food at an inexpensive cost, which is always fantastic. Yep. Uh, one big thing for me. So as of late, uh, I would say the past like month and a half, two months, I've really been having nicotine cravings. And I, for those of you who don't know, I use chewing tobacco for... <sighs> A good chunk of my life. Um, I used chewing tobacco for approximately three weeks, and I've never uh, been able to shake the addiction. Uh, no, for me it was like I started when I was like thirteen, and stopped when I was like twenty-ish, twenty-one. Um, but there's this company called Grinds, and they make mm -hmm. coffee pouches. So yeah. it's literally just like like if you get, buy like snooze pouches or dip pouches or anything like that, it's literally just a pouch like that, but it's coffee grinds in there. So you still get like a little bit of a buzz, but it's like the nicotine or it's the caffeine buzz as opposed to the nicotine buzz. Plus there's no tobacco in there. So it's way healthier for you. Um, but yeah, I had bought, I bought it. gives people that like, if you have like the, uh, oral uh, fixation, oral fixation. Thank you. It yeah. helps with that as well. Yeah. Like I literally, that was the biggest thing for me is like, I just liked having a lip in, like I just got so used to it. Like I almost have like a little pocket over here now mm -hmm. just because, um, I, I did it so much so frequently. Um, so this like really has been stopping me from like jumping on like the Zin trend that's going on right now. Big trend. Any yeah. of the nicotine pouches or anything like that. I saw a bunch of like approximately 16 year old girls throwing in Zin pouches and I was yeah. like, oh God. Little oh God. Upper, little, little upper decky lip pilly. Oh, I hate little it. Little Zimbabwe. 
I understand it for people that are trying to give up chewing. Like yeah. it is a debatably healthier alternative to chew because it's just nicotine in a pouch as opposed to like you know cancer causing tobacco. Yeah. Um, it's probably not very good for you still, but nicotine does have some benefits in terms of like neuroprotectiveness. <clears throat> but it's better than acuity. You know, taking a big old lip of plexiglass, fucking grizzly. There's no plexiglass in it. That's a fiberglass. Lie. There's no fiberglass in it either. There's one of one of them. It's a. It's not true. It was. It's salt. They put salt in it so your lip absorbs it more. Anyway, Anyways. not good for you. But yeah, these have been a phenomenal replacement. They make a bunch of different flavors. Um, my personal favorite flavor, I'm completely out of it. I just had to order more, is the Irish cream flavor. It's one of the few that like the artificial sweetener flavor doesn't take over too much because that's how they, they flavor these with like aspartame or sucralose or something like that. Um, so like that one's my by far my favorite and tastes the most like pure coffee. But I also have like, I bought like 10 flavors. So I've got New Orleans style, which is supposed to be kind of like a beignet kind of thing going on. Double mocha. This one's also double mocha, but it's like the Ohio State Buckeyes logo. I've got mint chocolate. If you want like the mintiness that you used to get caramel. I got the double espresso. The only time espresso. I've ever had one of those is I was a kid and I was like, oh, I want to look cool. And so I bought yeah. coffee pouches because those like, have been around for a long time. Oh yeah, they've been around. I I use yeah. these right when these were one of the first things that I used when I started quitting. Like I started using these, and then I got like way too many nicotine withdrawals, and so I vaped for a, a while, and then eventually like cut that down to zero. But yeah, I, I don't know what triggered it, but as of late, I had a lot of cravings for it, so I was like, I'm gonna get these before I do something stupid. Yeah, hundred percent. Um. Damn, that is a thick looking beer too. It's not as thick as it looks. Like it, it when looks I was pouring thick. it, I was like, damn, this is thick, but it drinks really well. Um I have only one more that's really popping out to me because I think Aldi product as a whole, like most like I could name off a bunch of individual Aldi yeah. products that do a good job, but like I won't. I think the pizza's the one that sticks out in my mind the most. Um, but if you are a fan of Pike Place Roast from S- Starbucks, excuse me. The, um, I'm gonna, I, I'm trying to say Kroger right now, and that's not the Kirkland. Idea. Kirkland, thank you. Kirkland's coffee in a massive yep. bag that you can get a ginormous fucking bag of Kirkland brand coffee in the green bag, and you get the beans, so you grind them yourselves mm-hmm. for way cheaper than Starbucks. And it is, guess what? Spoiler alert, produced by Starbucks. And so it is as good or better. And it is way cheaper to go out and get that. So that is my other one for sure. Uh, another one for me, same uh, distributor that you just talked about is the main reason that I know that they exist. Um, but from Costco's, you can get them other places too. Sam's Club carries them now. Um, but the brand is Just Bear, and they do these lightly breaded chicken chunks. They also do chicken strips mm. and chicken mm-hmm. patties. They are Chick-fil-A dupes. They are so good. So much healthier for you than Chick-fil-A fried chicken nuggets are. But they, I eat them. I go through a bag in like a week. It's so good. I need Carly to chime in in the chat because she needs to tell me what the brand is because it might also be one of the Just Bear products because we got them at Costco. But they have a spicy chicken strip now. And uh, it those, is. Those might be the real good food ones, which I haven't been able to try yet. But If it is, I don't, I don't know what brand it is. They're fucking amazing. And they are better than the Just Bear, in my opinion. Because we got those and we were like trying to eat healthier, right? So we got like low carb tortillas and made like chicken wraps. Yeah. Amazing. Bro, low carb tortillas hit. Extreme wellness wraps are the best like low carb tortilla that I have found. They're We've so good. We've just gotten some like really basic ones so far, but it was that chicken man far. You, it's crazy how good some of this frozen chicken out here is. Yeah. If you, if you especially if you just Car- like air, if you just air fry it. I'd see it in the same damn thing. Um, for my fellow uh, former fat kids, current fat kids who are trying to lose a little bit of weight, and you love your bacon. Um, if you get center cut bacon as opposed to traditional bacon, it's like half the calories, double the protein, and it's way less fatty, so you can eat more of it without it like weighing down on you. Carly, Carly said, just bear. I didn't know just bear had spicy ones. You gotta get them. Holy fuck! Find them. I, I don't know if I can afford to find them because they're I, better I, than the nugs. I'll eat. They're better than the nugs. I have I have the Just Bear strips, but I didn't know they did spicy strips. Oh, fire! Shit. 
Fire. I'm Fire shits broke. is right. <laughs> I don't want to tell you about the other night, my friend. Oh, man. Um, yeah, I think that's the only ones that are really popping out at me, though, because, like... Um, I have to. I happen to be about like a little bit of a snob sometimes about certain things that I, I like. I need the brand name. You I know definitely what I mean? am. Yeah. Um, I will not eat not craft singles. Like if I want American cheese, I want craft singles. You have to, and that is one thing that Aldi does not do well. Their yeah, alternative nope. is not good. You have the, to get craft singles. The only one that comes kind of close is Velveeta has slices that are very good, but it's still you can tell it's not what you're expecting it to taste like. It's got to be craft. It's got to be craft. Um, and there's like a handful of other things. Like I think yogurt is fine if you go one way or the other, but like cream oh, cheese. I'm so picky. Sour on cream, chip dip. Dan uh, Dan Enlightened Fit Greek yogurt is like the only one that I will buy. We've it's started to fuck favorite. around with some Greek uh, great value yogurts or whatever. They do okay. I'm, some of those are fine. They do okay. But yeah, just walk into an Aldi and buy something, and it's probably the best replacement for the original product that you're going to find. Probably. Hard facts there. All right, we're out of time for this. Unless you have anything else you had in mind, we can throw it out. No? no? Okay, good topic. We're going to move on to my final topic of the week, and we're going to do this quickly, and then we are going to hop in and do Derpy Doom's topic as a subtopic, because I don't think this will take very long. If you could go back and listen to a song, read a book, or watch a movie again for the first time without ever having seen it again. Ooh. What would it be and why? And shout out to Carly for giving me that topic. One of each or? You can if you want, if you have all those in mind. All right. If I could watch a movie again for the first time, I would probably pick The Pursuit of Happiness. Hard hitter. It's a great movie. And I, it's so hard to rewatch though. Cause like once you know what happens, you're like, Oh, I know what happens now. Now I know to not be sad, but if I could watch that movie again and cry like a baby again, I would do it easily. Dude, if you want to go cry like a baby again, you really need to be wishing you could go see seven pounds again for the first time. For the first time, the first time I watched it would be the first time I've never watched. You've never seen it. I've never seen that movie. Oh my God. I am not an emotional person by like at all. I'm really not. I'm not a very emotional person. Seven Pounds fucked me up. That is a intensely emotional movie. Um, and it's also Will Smith, which is why I brought it up. Yeah. Um, if I could okay. watch a TV show again for the first time, I would probably... Probably go with New Girl again. Okay. If I could just watch... I, I've watched it a million times, but... You take that thumb and shove it right up your ass, my friend. Um, and then if I could listen to a song again for the first time, I would pick uh, The Dance by Garth Brooks. Okay. That was your wedding song, right? No. Our, our wedding song was uh, Bones by Marin Morris and mm, Hosier. We're going to see Marin Morris. Oh, speak of the devil. We need to talk after this podcast. Okay. I have a proposition for you. Um, okay. I like that. Uh, anyway. A movie for me would probably be um, the movie might be the hardest for me. And I think I would go with, uh, I hate to say this, but it's because I gave it such a, like an unfair shake because I was young and stupid and didn't want to. And I, it's Lord of the Rings, the fellowship of the ring, because when I watched it for the first time ever, I gave it like five minutes and I was like, I'm bored. Cause I was, yeah. I don't remember how old that was when it came out, but I like, you're probably like eight. I feel like I really need to like, because then even when I watch it the second time, I still had that first time in mind, right? So I wish I could start fresh on that series and watch that again. Okay, that's my movie. Not a great one to pick uh, per se, but that yeah, came out in '01. Yeah, so I was like eight. Yeah, because I was yeah I was six. So eight. that math works. Um. Okay. Song. Oh man, maybe the song's the hardest. TV the series song, is easy for me. The song might the TV series is probably the hardest for me. Song was the easiest. TV series to me is either and probably Breaking Bad. I would go mm. back and experience that again because every episode was such a hitter, but now I'd probably never rewatch it. Yeah, that personally. Makes sense. Or I would go back and start over 
uh, and never have seen Game of Thrones, but then I would listen to people's advice and not uh, go to the, the final season. season. Yeah. And I would just leave it hanging at that. Yeah. Um, song. See, the song was so easy to me. That's like, that's like my favorite, so- like my sad, my go-to like sad song. If I, if I need a sad song, it's either that or miserable, miserable at best by Mayday Parade. Like those are my two go-to sad boy songs. But if I could listen to the, the dance for the first time again, cause I heard it when I wasn't sad. So like, I want to be sad and then listen to it. I would probably pick right now in this moment, you should probably leave by Chris Stapleton, but I don't have any like major motivation for that. I just loved that song. That's from a the good onset, song. I mean, and I would go back and re-experience the initial love for that song again. I think. Yeah, that's fair. But that's all I got for that. So quickly, we have 10 minutes. I need you to pull up the link from Discord from one Derpy Doom, and we're going to rate football teams, and we can oh, do it either for this season. This link? Oh, so ready. Uh, we can either call it as the season uh, or just in general in terms of what we think. I think we do it in just how much we like the teams. Okay. And we can – I don't think we're going to bicker that much here. I don't either. Personally. Um, first up is the Steelers, the Pittsburgh Steelers. I would I, go at best a C. Oh, I would go at least a B. I would take the B. I'll take okay. it. There first. are some people on there that I, I have empathy for. New York Jets. If we're just being honest, the New York Jets are an F. We just got to be honest. Yeah. This year I, might be different. I like to root for them because I, I like individual players that are on that team, but I do not like that franchise. Yeah. Um, next up, New England Patriots. F. Yeah. I fucking Ab- hate Bill Above Belichick. the Jets or behind the Jets? Probably behind. Bill Belichick drives me fucking insane. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, next up, Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins is potentially an A-tier team for me. I would I would agree. Because I really root for that team. Like, if you're like talking my- about rooting slightly for an underdog uh, and, like, just enjoying the experience of watching a team, they're up there. A big Mike McDaniels guy, so that works yeah, for me. Yeah, that too. Speak of the coach, yeah. Uh, next up, Los Angeles Chargers. I've this is always- a hard one for me to not put in the S-tier. I've always loved the Chargers. I love the Chargers. I, if you want to put it in the S tier, I'm not going to fight you on it at all. It might be the end, like the bottom of the S tier by the time we're done, but I do like the Chargers. We'll put it up there for now. Raiders. Dog shit. Absolute bottom of the bottom of the barrel. You can do that, and I will accept it. Perfect. Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs are almost C tier now and they were they were the team that i felt like had the sympathy kind of like the dolphins for a long time and like you rooted for them like when patrick mahomes first got there you're like this is cool we're having a good time but now they've like done it and they're doing it more and like you're kind of just like you might be a villain yeah but i'd go b tier too if you want i'm gonna put them in c tier we can adjust as necessary as we go through uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. And again, this is not talent. This is just our perception of the team. Yeah, this is how we f- we feel about them currently and how we felt about them our entire life. The Jacksonville Jaguars, to me, are another I want to root for you team, especially with Trevor Lawrence and then some of the pieces there that I think are fun to watch. Um, so I think I'd probably go B tier, but below go, the Steelers maybe. Yeah, I was going to say. I wouldn't give them the top of B tier, but they're there. Okay, we can um, skip the second version of Jets there. There's a few, there's a lot of duplicates in here. I think so he we'll said every to... team is in this list four times, three teams, three times. Three times. Sorry. Okay, uh, the Indianapolis Colts. Um, I've always liked the Colts. I don't. I wouldn't say they're my the favorite. Colts. I would put them top of B tier. Eli Manning years, or not I mean, Eli Peyton Manning Eli. years. I mean, um, yeah, that's fine. Perfect. Top of B tier. Houston Texans. D D. Yeah. I, I don't hate them, but they're That's not the start great. of the D. Yeah. They're not great, Bob. All right. This might be one of the ones we disagree on. The Denver Broncos. I like Denver. Denver's an S tier franchise for me. The first football jersey I ever owned was a Terrell Davis jersey. I think one to of the few call 2000 them an yard rushers. Franchise is a stretch, especially after this last season. I think they are below the Dolphins, in my opinion. I'll concede because I, uh, I, the more I think about it, it's just personal bias that that elevates them a little bit for me. Um, next up, the Cleveland Browns, bottom of the D tier. easy, easy agree for me. Yeah, uh, Cincinnati Bengals. At this point, I would have to either go bottom of A or top of B. 
I'm going bottom of A. Joe Burrow is sending, like, love uh, Joe, Joe Burrow. Burrow is one of my favorite people in the world. And the team, honestly, is just fucking going ham right now. Yeah, Jamar Chase. They need a new running back. Joe they Mason ain't exactly uh, the nicest yeah. human being to exist, but it's fine. We all get through it. Uh, Buffalo Bills. I don't know why, but I really like Buffalo. Buffalo is like the ultimate I can't care less, but I don't hate them. Kind of, t- They're like the epitome of C tier for me. If I watch the Bills play almost anybody, but specifically the Patriots, I'm 100% rooting for the Bills. Agreed. And so I, like- I would put them at above the Chiefs, I think, but they're probably a B tier team at least to me. I might. I even like Josh Allen quite a bit. I'll, you know? I'll put him above the Jaguars as well because I think we. I would agree probably on that. put them. I might now, looking at this again, put the Steelers at the bottom of the B tier for where we have it right now. I'm fine with that. I like that better. I'm not going to argue that too much. Okay. Uh, next up, Baltimore Ravens. I'll let you start on this one. I've been going on all of them. I absolutely fucking love Lamar Jackson, but yeah, I, I like Lamar. cannot stand the Ravens. And I don't that's have any 99%. With him and I have, like, I really like Mark Andrews too. That's 99% Greg Roman just making me hate them for the last four years. But I just, Joe Flacco sucked. I didn't like him. It's just been, they're a boring team. They're the, the one of, the, they have the most electric quarterback in football and they're one of the most boring football teams to watch. That's a really good way to describe them because they are both electric and so boring at the same time. Exactly. I'd put them think, below the Chiefs right now. Okay, yep, I, that's what I was about to say. So, same page there. The Washington Commanders. I'll let you pick the final destination here, but they are either a D or an F team for me. I was going to go either bottom of D or top of F, so we're very at an impasse here. I want, I'm want. i going to put them in D just because we have less D teams, that's and right. I don't hate them, especially now that they're getting a new owner. Knowing they're getting a new owner, they might be a C tier. But Yeah, we'll see. Um, we've done all of these teams in the top row now, it's correct? Tampa next, yeah. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, I want to hate them because I don't like Tom Brady personally very much. Yeah, but but other than that, I have no opinion. So maybe below the Ravens? I'm a little bit biased to them because the first Super Bowl that I ever watched with my dad was the Buccaneers versus Raiders in the 2001 Super Bowl. Huh. And guess who won that game? It wasn't the Raiders. Um, I think. I don't know. Um, anyways, I would say top of C tier for me. Or, no, I'd put them behind the Chiefs. Yeah. I, I'm I think the they go behind the Ravens. See? It's a good yeah. spot. Yep. You're not wrong. Right. Not wrong. Seattle's up next. Middle of B tier. I was going to say... Especially like maybe top of B tier as that as the Geno Smith generation is taking over. I actually appreciate Seattle a little bit more. Yeah, the Marshawn Lynch era was fun. That too. They still should have thrown it or ran it. Why did they throw it on the one yard line? Just to go above the Jags, below the Bills. Not going to get any argument from you there. Uh, San Francisco 49ers. My dad grew up. My dad's a 49er fan, so I grew up like liking the 49ers. Now I'm just so it, they're another one of those like they have the most talented roster in football yet they're so boring to watch. You might need to make an executive decision on this one because I am certainly biased and I want to put San Francisco at the top of D tier, maybe. I'm gonna go bottom of C tier. I'm gonna bump them up slightly. Except- but it's again, they're just so boring for having the best running back in football, two of the best wide, the top, two of the top twenty-four wide receivers in football, a potentially super like a top two tight end in football in terms of true football, one of the best defenses that the game has ever seen consistently. Like so much talent, but so boring all at the same time. Philadelphia Eagles. Fuck this the is goddamn where we're gonna, Eagles. This one we might need to. We might need to create a can't agree tier because I would put these guys up at S tier. You're going to go F tier. I hate the fucking Eagles. I love them. And I don't even want to hate the Eagles because if I wasn't a Dallas fan, then I would be rooting for them because Jalen Hurts had all of his fucking doubters and still is doing well. A.J. Brown getting added to the team on draft day was like the most pain of my life because I was like, my God, I can see the writing on the wall. These guys are going to be amazing. And people were like, no, 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 whatever, Philly. 
And then they were fucking amazing, and they were so electric to watch. Yeah. Love Devonta Smith. I hate everything about the Eagles, but I'll let you put him in A tier. Thank you. Thank you. That's fine. They should be asked here, but it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, New York Giants, next up, that we haven't ranked. Yeah, F tier. Above the Raiders, though. You, you still beat the Raiders. Um, who else? They might got? beat the Patriots, too, but that's okay. Um, the New Orleans Saints. Uh, ever since Drew Brees left? I would go top of D tier. They're barely even, like, watchable anymore. I still like it is them. It's so hard to watch, like, Alvin Kamara's talent get wasted. Yeah, He didn't well, have he's... a ton left in the tank, and what was left is getting burnt. And he's going to get suspended and maybe go to jail. But, yeah, that's, yeah, I kind of forgot about that. Okay, that's uh, Green Bay Packers. Uh, you skipped one. We missed Minnesota Vikings in there. And Minnesota the Vikings. Uh, so fun to watch. Minnesota might be an S-tier team to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can go that high. I, I go love watching Justin. I can't Jefferson put them play. above the Bengals. I would put them above the Broncos, but below the Bengals. So I think we need to move the Bengals and then Bengals Minnesota. need to go above Denver. Denver might be top of B tier, and then and then I'm not going to argue. The not gonna, at the bottom of A. I'm not going to yeah. argue with you there. I think that's yeah. really fair. Um, the Rams next up. I remember the St. Louis Rams days where they were just dog shit and they were so fun to root for because they were so yeah, ass. And I, Kurt Warner is a connection to my hometown, so I had a really good time watching Kurt Warner and I used to root for them. Um, that was like my first team that I rooted for. I would I go. Know, I don't know what to do with the Rams. The Rams are a tough I would, one. I would go above the Colts, below the Broncos. That's fine. Perfect. Uh, Detroit Lions or Green Bay Packers? Green Bay. I'm sorry, but Aaron Rodgers made me not like Green Bay even more than I already maybe didn't love them. Probably top of D to me, maybe bottom of C. I want to put them behind the Saints. That's my green, that's my Bears fan bias kicking in there. But I don't like them either. Uh, I do appreciate that they've had some of the greatest quarterbacks to ever live on their team. They've been yep. fun to watch. They, I would much rather them be my rival than be like a Dallas fan and have the Giants be my rival. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, we're running out of time, so let's move through the rest of these. Detroit. Right. I love Detroit. A love Detroit. Above the Dolphins. I, I'm saying that as a Bears fan. You could probably do that, and I'd be okay with it, just because I love the heart of that team right now. Um, Chicago Bears. S. Do whatever you want with it. I don't think they're an S Whoa. team right now. I think they are, they've been borderline hard to watch for a while, and I will not let you put them above the Chargers. You have to put them below the Chargers. I'm sorry. Fine. Okay, Chargers are go. so much more fun. Um, Carolina Panthers. C tier. Neutral. Yep. Boring. Yeah. As as middle of the road as it gets. Um, Falcons. Yeah. Falcons, probably F tier. Yeah. And it's going to be bad right now, too, with Desmond Ritter. I'm sorry. Dallas Cowboys. You know where you got to put them? They have to be above the Eagles. Whether you like it or not. Okay. I, I, I love Dallas. I'm a big Dallas guy, so you're not going to get too much argument for me there. Tennessee, Tennessee Titans. Titans. I love uh, the Titans. Titans are an S tier for me. Oh, top, man. Top of A tier. I'd give you that, I guess, okay. at best. Um, Arizona Cardinals. I want to want to love the Cardinals because I lived in Arizona for a while, uh, but right now it's just a struggle bus. And top I can't believe they gave... Uh, What's his nuts? Another contract. Um, the coach that I'm yeah, he got on. fired. Yeah, I can't believe they signed the contract to begin with, though. Anyway, um, top of D, I think, is where they kind of fit in this for me right now. Mm. Okay. Um, did we miss anybody? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six, twenty-seven, twenty-eight, twenty-nine, thirty, thirty-one, thirty-two. We got, got right. them all. Sick. All right. Nice. All right. We went a little overtime. Sorry, but I wanted to fit that in there for our friend in the Discord. There you go, Mister Derpy Doom. Thank I will you take for joining a screenshot us. Screenshot of this and share it in the Discord. Sick. Okay. This beer to me is a three seven five. Not bad. Not great. I uh, don't know what the secret formula is, but there's a pineapple taste to it, and that's the way to my heart, if you were being honest. 425. Absolutely delicious. 
Tyler, you already know the Bears are going in the top tier. But, hey, your Lions got damn close to being there. Big fan of the heart of that team right now. Hard knocks, put them on the map. Oh, yeah. I'm, I am I want to fucking bite people's kneecaps off with Dan Campbell at this point. Dan Campbell. And I, I talked about this in one of my fantasy leagues. And I was like, you know what? I just really like Dan Campbell. And they're like, yeah, but he's not doing anything. I'm like, bullshit. That team is, like, crushing it right now. Brad Holmes is a fake sharp, but it's fine. Anyway, thank you for joining us for another episode of Two Average Husbands. Uh, this has been a great time chatting with you guys and hanging out with you. Jake needs to say one more thing really quick. My beer was a 425. It was delicious. You already said that, but thank you for saying it one Just more time. Sure. Just make it sure. Didn't know you heard it. Did hear it. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you, everybody that joined us in the chat. If you didn't know, you can chat with us live while we do these episodes every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Central. Uh, and then you can comment live on Twitter, Twitch. Sorry, not Twitter. Twitch, YouTube. You can follow the video on Twitter. And then you can also join us in the Discord if you don't want to comment on any of those places. If you need to find that link to any of those things, look at the link tree that is in our profile on whatever it is that you're listening to us right now. It's on YouTube and all the social medias. I don't do the whole social media thing anymore, but you can find Jake on Twitter at Perry underscore FF, and you can follow the podcast accounts at number two ABG Husbands on YouTube. Uh, sorry, on Instagram, Twitter, and then you can follow this, obviously, on YouTube. If you want to see us live, hit the like button and the bell thing on YouTube to get reminded that we're doing new episodes, but we do them the same time every week. But it does help us to have the additional subscribers and yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. I think that's all I've got to say. We stream everywhere. Listen to us. Join us. We want to hear from you. There's a podcast interaction section, blah, 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 blah. Uh, podcast topic recommendation section on discord now where you can drop topics for us to chat about thank you for derpy doom for doing that for this week jake finish it out a couple important links in the discord the number one link right now if you like dogs if you like animal rescue we have the link to the rescued rascals which is my wife's dog rescue we have a link in there if you want to send us anything on amazon smile um, or donate to the rescue in any way shape or form help some dogs out help us help some dogs out that's great our tavor sign up link is the second link in the chat there if you sign up and deposit ten dollars we get ten dollars as well which we can use to buy beer and try different beers from all around the country Echo Vision Supplements, I'm an affiliate with them. I'm never going to not plug them. Use code Perry at checkout for 10% off. Or if you follow the link that is in our link tree, it will automatically apply the code for you at checkout. Make sure you check us out everywhere. If you're on iTunes, give us a rating. If you're on any of the streaming platforms, give us a follow, give us a like, give us a subscribe. Thank you for tuning in. We will see you all in our next episode. And as always, don't forget to tell somebody that